Happy 2024. Hopefully you're going to have a good one, guys. We are starting out the week or the year with a 4.3 magnitude earthquake that was 12 miles off the coast of Rancho Palos Verdes. Uh, around 8.27 a.m. in L.A. And I felt it this morning, kind of right when I was waking up late. So that's how we kind of started today. Um, But it's okay. We're all good. It was in the ocean, um, like 12 miles off the coast. So whatever. I did hear little sirens right after, unfortunately, but... There was only once, so it seems like the majority of things should be alright. Hopefully, I don't know, hopefully everybody's alright. Um, today's the last day of Kwanzaa, first day of the year, last day of Kwanzaa. Um, but we're going to talk about day 6 and 7, not just the last day, which is 7. So day 6 is Kuumba. Kuumba. That was New Year's Eve. And day seven, New Year's Day, Imani. So, Kuumba means creativity. Imani means faith. Um, Alright, so day six focused on creativity. Makes use of our creative energies to build and maintain a strong and vibrant community. I think in this day and age, it is a little bit easier to share creativity. It's easier to find events. It's easier to make events. Uh, It doesn't have to be some large-scale thing. Just communication in general, as far as planning and stuff, is easier. You can post announcements and flyers or whatever on Facebook to the people in your groups and Instagram, you know, you can plan. I have a friend who plans and they basically post on their own wall like, hey, we're going to go to this winery. There's 10 seats available, you know, and then they put like the price and the day and time. And then if people want to contact them, they can just contact them and show up. And that's that. They just create events like that. Um, And, you know, not everybody does wine tasting or whatever. Like, it can be anything. You know, game nights, whatever. Um, People can use meetup as well, if you don't mind, like, random people coming. I don't know for meetup.com if you can just make it, like, private invite only and then send it to your own people only. I don't really know how that works. Um, But, yeah, it's kind of easier nowadays to plan stuff for for free like to kind of get the word out for free you don't have to pay for mail you don't have to it doesn't rack up a phone bill to call a bunch of people you can send out a text with a text to a group of people kind of get a group text going and have everybody kind of in there uh communicating and whatever that looks like but what does it look like for you you know 
what does creativity look like? You know, and how how do you use it to build and maintain strong and vibrant communities? Um, I think for me, usually it is just like texting. That's probably the, one of the easiest ways. There's some group texts. Um, you know, podcasting, blogging. That's kind of a wider reach. Um, you know, most social media platforms. But then there can be kind of like a smaller knit community where you can text with them or be on WhatsApp. Um, that's pretty nice. Imani for day seven for the end of Kwanzaa focuses on faith focuses on honoring the best of our traditions draws upon the best in ourselves and helps us serve oh sorry helps us strive I'm reading without my glasses on helps us strive for a higher level of life and for humankind by affirming our self-worth and confidence in our ability to succeed and triumph in righteous struggle. So faith, you know, it looks at traditions. What kind of traditions do you have? Um, it doesn't have to be like some deep tradition. You know, some people, their families meet up on Sundays. Some people, their families meet up on Saturdays. Some people, their, fam- their families meet up the first whatever day of every month, you know, um, and if your family never meets, or if you don't have family, or if you don't have friends, you know, you can make friends, and meet people, and have, like, a certain day where you meet, um, I used to have this tradition with friends, you know, we would meet up every Wednesday during the week, um, because we all had a late day on Thursday, um, just with certain people it wasn't like every single person and we would kind of invite other people but usually it was you know amongst ourselves uh so drawing upon the best in ourselves um you know that's kind of more purpose focused right like you're meeting up with more of a purpose um Helping strive for a higher level of life for humankind. How do you guys see the level of life for humankind right now? Like, how is quality of life? I mean, I think there's a little hype around this new 2024 new year. In a way, that's good. I think that's good that people are getting back into talking about resolutions I've heard a lot of people talking about goals and stuff, whereas I mentioned it in the recent past, you know, where, you know, people have gone so far away from even wanting to make resolutions. Um, It's become more popular to be like for people to kind of have this idea or understanding that resolutions don't work. I mean, they don't work if you don't make them work, you know. And yeah, there is nothing magical about the first of the year necessarily. But just that little bit of momentum gets you a foot in the door to start trying new stuff, different stuff. I mean, if you're really motivated to doing something and you got to wait till the first of the year and that just gets your, your energy up so you can do it. I mean, even if you don't do it every day of the year or whatever, 
think of how much you do, you know, when you're actually doing something versus would you just say, oh, like, I'm not going to make a plan or goal around that. You know, it's almost like saying I, I can't do it, you know, or maybe you're not ready to do it sometimes, which is fine, too. But um, quality of life, you know, sometimes ties into personal goals, too. Um, not always, but I mean, sometimes there's stuff out of our control. You know, if you live in an environment in your house or the area you live in, if it's just not ideal or if your house physically itself is like not structurally sound and needs a lot of repairs and it's raining and your roof is leaking and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that kind of stuff is going to impact the quality and impacting the quality of your energy levels, your stress levels. Um, you know, you got to think about what that looks like. You know, I've, I've, um, uh, looked at my, you know, content consumption and realized, you know, I really don't like a lot of action movies. I really don't, I mean, sometimes I do. I really don't like a lot of just movies about people going through a lot of hardships and pain and struggles, like, slavery or you know all the modern day kind of like you know people who are becoming refugees and things like that it's like I've had times in the recent past where I was consuming a lot of that content and it really affected me and I was like man I need to like really be careful because it's like okay if I can't really sleep properly or if I'm a little stressed out now from thinking about all that kind of information and then it's like that's unnecessary for me to be stressed about but I'm not saying it's not important to kind of know history or know you know current events of what's going on for different communities of people it's very important but sometimes it's like you can learn and know and then other times it's like you can take it pretty far and and keep diving into it to a point where you're like overwhelmed um that affects your quality of of your day um says by affirming our self-worth and confidence and our ability to succeed and triumph in right righteous struggle so success guys um self-worth what does your self-worth look like what does your confidence look like? What is success success like for you? What is triumph like for you? And how do you get past the struggle? You know, we're in a constant battle. You know, it's just a lot of times it's like once you've got your basics cared for, that's when you start planning for your future. You know, make a strategy for it. And, you know, don't just be like okay now that I'm now that I got my basics taken care of I can just sit rest veg out not do anything um that's not I mean yeah sometimes we need we need that rest you might need like a few weeks a few months to just kind of like take care of your health mental health everything 
that's important too, of course. Um, so if that's what the rest is looking like, it's like, that makes sense. But if it's just literally like, you could do more stuff, but it's like, I'd rather watch Netflix. I'd rather do nothing. Um, you know, that, that approach isn't going to build you from whatever foundation you have laid. Like you, once you get a foundation laid, you want to build from there so that if something comes up, you're not pushed back to to the previous position of kind of just that constant struggle to get to get your your ends meeting you know and staying in that stress cycle you know you want to get out of it and then once you get out of it you want to stay out of it and build up so that you have that cushion you know a lot of this a lot of times is going to be financial um for a lot of people because that kind of determines not your happiness, but the quality of what, you know, how your needs are getting met. So if you really don't have any money ever, it's going to affect your housing. It's going to affect the quality of food you get to eat. It's going to affect the comfort of living. It's going to affect your stress levels. It's going to affect your health. It's going to affect everything. You know, if you can pay for all those things, all those basic needs... Um, and then if you have people around you that are like of sound mind and aren't like abusive, bad people around you, you know, usually, you're usually going to be set up for potential success. And success doesn't necessarily mean being rich, driving a Bugatti or whatever, like Lambo, whatever, like that, that doesn't really equal success. Like you can have all those kind of physical things, you know, rings, watches, necklaces that cost $30,000, $16,000, like whatever, you know, a house that's worth $3 million and still not be happy internally. You could still have no sense of community and have all that stuff. Or you might have community and attract people that are only around you because you have all that stuff. Um, and so... Um, you know, you gotta pay attention, you know, with, with relationships with people, is it a give and take, you know, like, sometimes it's not very clear, but sometimes, you know, when you kind of just drop off a little bit, you'll notice, like, who hits you up, who's like, hey, how have you been, hey, how are you doing, hey, haven't heard from you in a while. You know, if you're one of those people who goes out and you buy everybody a picture, you pay for the whole table, you pick everybody up, you're very generous, and then you disappear one day, stop making plans, who hits you up? Who's like, hey, are you okay? Did you get sick? Are you doing all right? Do you want to talk on the phone? Do you want to hang out? Who hits you up? You know? You'll notice sometimes in those situations, some people, you know, they'll be generous and think, oh, I have all these friends. I have all these people around me. But, you know, are the people really caring? Do they really hit you up? You know, I think about that when I moved from San Diego. It's like I moved and then thinking, you know, oh, there's all these people that are going to want to still hang out. And then. 
you know, a lot of them never, still to this day, have never once sent me a message, hey, what's up, nothing, um, no happy birthday, no happy new year, no merry Christmas, no nothing, they're just kind of like doing their own thing, and, you know, people that I've hung out with on a very regular basis, you know, and it's like, okay, you can kind of see, okay, maybe we weren't really as connected, you know, um, maybe we were just kind of, we saw each other, but, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything, like, they don't really seem to care how I'm doing or what's going on, um, you know, haven't heard from him in like a year or so, or I'll come to town and I'll see him, and then they'll kind of be like, oh, let's hang out, oh, let's do something, I'm like, okay, and then they never want to make an effort, so, I don't know, like, you see that too, um, but just be careful, like, you know, because sometimes once you have things kind of settled and you're like, okay, like, get this community, you know, and sometimes it's fine, though, it's fine to have, like, casual friends and stuff, there's nothing wrong with that, um, but sometimes you don't really know who those people are until you kind of, like, take a step back, I'm not saying play games, but until you kind of take a step back a little bit, and you're like, all right, I'm just gonna, like, chill and, like, not really make plans or anything, and, you know, see who eventually, like, messages you or contacts you, like, thinks about you at all, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll have people that you maybe thought were close, and they don't even want to try to make any effort, you know, and then there's other times where, you know, there's people who will, you know, message you, sometimes it's like random people that you're like, oh, I didn't even know that this person even cared, and then they will reach out and just say hi every so often, and then there's other people that, you know, you have no idea, (laughs) that you, that you have no idea that they were never gonna, like, trying to talk to you again so sometimes moving or just taking a step back you can kind of evaluate kind of what what community looks like you know um I don't know some people are really bad at keeping in touch too and it doesn't mean they don't like you but um some people just aren't very good at you know uh, trying to keep in, in touch with everybody else, so that happens too, but, um, yeah, when it comes to success, you know, you want to have, have community too, you know, you, you know, what's the point of having success in a bubble, and having no one around, and having no one to share, share it with, uh, you know, People kind of feed off of other people's success. Not saying that they will take advantage. I'm just saying, like, if you're around someone who just got a degree, who just got a certification, who just finished some big goal of theirs, even if it's not a school or work-related goal, maybe they finished a weight loss goal or something that shows that they're more successful in a certain level 
than they were before. When you're around somebody like that, um, you know, a lot of times it'll rub off and you'll start getting more motivated. Like, have you noticed when you're around people that don't have goals and don't have any plans in life and they kind of just want to stay where they're at? Um, And especially if they're struggling and want to just stay where they're at, it's like you don't really get too pumped up about that. Like when you see people starting companies and switching into better jobs and maybe able to get a better apartment or move from their family and move to where they want to move. Um, someone who was always taking the bus and now they're able to afford a used car or something. You get a little motivated by that, you know, that rubs off. And so just success in a bubble, you know, it's like, in a way, it's not letting, letting your light shine. I'm not saying like, um, bragging and stuff, but you know, it's important too. You know, if you have success to just be able to be with others too, you know, just the energy of it rubs off. So, coming into this new year, ending out Kwanzaa, what do you guys think? What are you feeling? Was it helpful? Did you kind of see, you know, you know, Kwanzaa has a lot to do with the internal stuff and community as well. Just trying to make communities stronger. Whatever those communities look like. Making them stronger. Building up ourselves. And making the community stronger. Um, that's pretty much almost every day focused on something like that. And a lot of times we're so focused up like internally and individually. You know, We're not focused on how's this going to affect my family? How's this going to affect my friends? How's this going to affect my relationships? It's usually like, the focus usually is like, okay, this is what I want. I'm going to do it. You know, um, I'm not saying that you have to give completely of yourself too all the time to a point that you're never getting what you want. I mean, that's not even either. It's not balanced either. Uh, some people do believe that. They're like, well, this person isn't just giving to me and giving and giving and giving. And it's like, yeah, man, like, they don't owe you that, you know. They've got their own life, too. You know, nobody really owes you. Even if you did give to someone, you know, and expecting something in return, you know, they don't owe you. You know, nobody owes you, you know. Maybe you did someone a solid. That's very common. You do someone a solid long term. Maybe you took them to school every day for like a whole school year. You carpooled with them. You never asked them to pay for for gas, nothing. And then you think, okay, my car broke down. They have a car now. They're going to do me a solid and give me rides to work for a month. Like, no, they can say no. They might not want to do it. You know, they don't owe you. You know, like it's, it's maybe kind of, I would say it's kind of, you know, it's, it's tricky, you know, like, but, you know, sometimes people just keep their resources to themselves and that's what that looks like, you know, they'll ask everyone else for help and then they'll never give help to anybody else. 
and they don't have to, but that's how they decide to use community. They use it to their own advantage, and then, you know, people kind of catch on to that too, though. Nobody owes anybody, but also it's like if you're not a team player, people kind of catch on to that too, you know. Um, and they're kind of like, oh, this person's selfish, like, you know, um, so, I don't know, like, it's, it's a lot to think about, Kwanzaa's a cool holiday, um, it's a lot to connect to, a lot to reflect on, I feel like each topic only, almost needs, like, two or three days, or a week or something to actually work it, work it out. But, um, especially because it's so busy and, you know, Kwanzaa is in the middle of another holiday period. So it's kind of a little bit hard sometimes to do that. But it's nice to have a different focus outside of like spending money buying gifts and focusing on spending all this money traveling and who's got what, what Christmas trees and what New Year's Eve party are we going to? It's like, you know, that stuff is fun, there's nothing wrong with having fun, you know, but at the end of the day, those days come and go, you know, what did I get out of the New Year's Eve party if I went to the club and just brought in the new year and had some champagne and came home, it's like that wasn't very reflective for me, maybe part of it was, maybe you were having conversations with people, maybe you met up for a pregame and talked about your resolutions or something, like maybe it was productive, but usually, like, those kind of partying things, you know, they're not productive. They're fun, and it's good to have fun, but it's like, you know, Kwanzaa kind of is a very productive holiday versus most holidays. They're not all that productive, you know. You're there for the party and the food and, you know, the movies and the games. But do you connect to people? Do you share, you know with people kind of your interests what you're struggling with what barriers are coming up I'm not saying overwhelm people with your problems but do you share those with people do people share those with you do you kind of try to give each other tips and just listen if people don't want to hear any kind of advice you know how do you approach it you know how how does it how do we approach these things in a community you know because usually during these holidays is when you you realize I do have a sense of community or I don't have a sense of community you know um and it's kind of hard certain holidays like Thanksgiving Christmas a lot of times people might not invite you over like there's certain holidays that are more casual like you know you can do Valentine's Day with friends you can do, you know, New Year's Eve, usually New Year's Day, um, Halloween, if you do Halloween, um, you know, the 4th of July, there's all kind of holidays that are like, you know, Super Bowl, if you want to call that a holiday, there's all kind of holidays where you can just get together with friends, and then there's other holidays that are very, very family-based, um, you know, and so sometimes when it's those very, like, family-based holidays, particularly Thanksgiving and Christmas, 
you know, the people who don't have family nearby or family that they want to see, they're going to have a hard time, you know, with that kind of holiday. Um, and sometimes you don't, like, I, I don't have the space. I have the space, but I don't have the ability to just invite anybody over for any holiday because it's not my house. So even if I would want certain friends to come over and I know they have no place to go, I can't invite them over um, because it's not my house. So, you know, uh, my family likes to do their own their own thing for those holidays. They don't really want to be uh, bothering too much with uh, a bunch of other people. So, you know. Um, so that's about it. That's about it. Um, I hope you guys have a good remainder of your hours of Kwanzaa coming into the new year. First day of the new year. Hopefully, if you had a pretty wild New Year's Eve, you were able to recover from it. I chilled. I watched Barbie and I watched Elvis. And we ate pizza and bison burger meat. And I was happy with that. I didn't need more. I'm good. Um, so, yeah. Alright, guys. Happy New Year. Happy end of Kwanzaa. <laughs>